Hi, I'm Lavani. And I'm Sarah, and welcome to the Voni and Sarah podcast, where we talk all things weight loss and well-being. We have a special guest today on our episode. Greg is joining us and sharing with us how, when faced with a health issue, he had to make some radical changes to his diet. He shares with us how he turns something that at the time seemed so negative into a positive by getting creative and changing his approach to food, finding a new passion and the transformation that he's had on his health and his overall way of life. Um, Welcome, Greg. Um, I'm just going to give a quick update to everybody. We're not going to do an update on our goals this week because we're recording episodes back to back. So we don't have an update for you. So we're going to dive straight into the episode. Um, Thanks for joining us, Greg. To let everybody know, Greg and I are family members we're cousins so I know Greg very very well (laughs) um and I asked him to come along today because we had a chat at a family event didn't we Greg back in June and just talked about just the change that it's had on your life um what you were faced with and how you've changed it and I said you know this is this is great for people to share to listen so ask you to come on so thank you for joining us today um probably the best thing to start with is do you want to describe how your lifestyle was before well, let's describe what happened you know how you started feeling well and what kind of sort of symptoms you were having yeah sure um well basically um it, it all came on after sort of christmas and new year um about seven or eight years ago now right uh, and i started to get um it, it was it was literally i woke up one morning and i had what i probably describe as like heartburn upper upper sort of acid indigestion mm-hmm. uh, you know sort of just some you know it was like that just literally like indigestion but quite quite intense and I thought nothing of it and it just carried on and carried on and carried on and um I found whatever I ate was causing me the same issue um and um yeah it, it after about a week I went to the doctors about it and I had lots of tests done, had it checked out properly, which is always worth doing if you have any sort of indigestion, I should probably yeah, add. absolutely. Um, and um, everything looked normal. Um, there was no sign of anything bad going on. Um, and carried on for a while, just my same eating habits, my same lifestyle, which I didn't realise was quite unhealthy at the time. And um, yeah, it just, it just seemed to get worse and worse, really. So it, it shook me up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I kind of... I said to myself, well, everything looks okay. There's nothing, you know, from Which a medical point of view. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, you know, could, could have been a lot worse. Um, and I just decided that actually what's going on here, I think my body is just saying to me, I can't go on like this. Um, and um, looking back, there was probably a reason for that. My lifestyle was very unhealthy. Okay. And were you overweight, Greg? Was that yeah I, I was I was um I, I was about um well in, in UK terms I was about 18 stone um when I got to my heaviest so I don't know what in in terms of um I'm going to know, just do a quick calculation yeah, for the yeah. um, just to give American a little bit listeners. of context on that for you though Livoni Greg is were you six five are you or six six I'm oh you oh I'm six five yeah six, so, five. oh okay yeah, so um, you know, I've got yeah, I've got a lot of height there. You as could well. carry right. yeah, so yeah, as much yeah. as, as technically you were obviously a lot heavier, 
Right. Um, you weren't someone who. It's not like you're like like five foot eight or something. No, 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 no. 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 <laughs> yeah. No, the height of my family comes from <laughs> comes from this. Right. My son's really tall as well. So yeah. That side of the family. So, um, so you could carry it. So actually, that's quite interesting. Two fifty-two pounds. That is two five two. Okay. Um, yeah. I think if someone looked at you, they wouldn't automatically go. You know, just one hundred and fourteen kilos for the metric people okay. out there. Okay. Yeah. Are we done? <laughs> We're on it. We're, We're done now. We're yeah. Done. Um, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't visibly think that you were overweight but obviously you were carrying a lot more weight than you are yeah. now yeah but i you know I, I when i went to the doctors every time i go there that he would say to me actually you know you are in the in the high end of the overweight scale you know and okay. i always just you know i kind of thought yeah yeah well i'm young you know I'll, you know yeah. but next time next time i'll be lighter and actually i wasn't every time i went i was a little <laughs> bit more a little bit more and i couldn't run you know i could i could run i played a little bit of football but i couldn't run anything longer than about 15 minutes yeah um so it wasn't just that though it was it was it was my eating habits my my big vice was on my days off was having a few beers um often quite late in the evening watching a football match or something like that but then not just that i would i would eat you know snacks with it so i yeah. i love beer and crisps and mm. you know one beer and crisp would turn into two beers and more crisps and so on and so on and i'd probably do that on on all my days off um you know and it um i i would eat late at night quite late at night and my the things i ate weren't healthy you know i'd eat a, eat a lot of unhealthy foods um what did breakfast look like um that's a good question i i did like fry ups uh which okay. in the uk you know like English oh yeah breakfast, yeah eggs, bacon anything like half that half of me half of me is english yes. <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know it it's it's that that sort of breakfast, Beans, you know, breakfast sausages that sort of thing. Mm. yeah yeah and breakfast would often turn into a sort of a whole grazing event it wouldn't just be breakfast i i'd then go on and have a snack with breakfast and then before you knew it i'd be having lunch <laughs> and i would just eat throughout the day you know i would i'd snack probably several times in the morning i'd have a big lunch big breakfast then i'd snack again in the afternoon and that would keep going through to quite late at night when i'd have a big meal um and you know when I lived on my own that that would be a really big meal I, I had a real issue with portion sizes um I would you know the, the meals I prepared for myself would probably have fed two if not three people yeah but um, that's so but easy though sounds American it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 you know it, it was it was that sort of size of, of portions I was doing for myself and like you say it's so easy yeah you know when you're hungry or if you have a good appetite when you're preparing your meal you think yeah i'll eat all that all of that and you might you might get through eating all of it and your body is starting to feel quite full up but because the food is there that you prepared you will eat it you just so, keep finishing it off uh, yeah 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 so my my eating window uh would go from quite early in the morning through to quite late at night mm. I, I'd, I'd have a lot of unhealthy habits you know I, especially when i was at work i'd drink four or five cups of coffee strong coffee a day maybe more you know um which which isn't the end of the world. Coffee, coffee I don't think is particularly. I don't mm -hmm. think it is particularly bad for you. But no. I think just on top of everything else, I was eating. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it, acidic too. It is. It is, mm -hmm. which was contributing massively to the indigestion yeah. symptoms I was oh, getting. Okay, which was interesting. I was told about. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So you know, what was it, the wake up call? Like what they finally found that there was an issue, obviously. Or did you just decide to do something about your diet? Um, the wake-up call was 
was my symptoms because they they were hard to live with um they they would you know i would i would have this indigestion um constantly throughout the day and it made yeah it made meal times i wanted to eat but it made meal times quite difficult and it would affect me at night it affect my sleep a lot mm. uh, and it was just very uncomfortable it was a burning a really severe burning in yeah. my chest and i get it in my in my lower tummy as well um and yeah it was just it was really uncomfortable and there was a big part of me that was worried you know is, is something really wrong with me here mm, um, right so it, it and you know at the time I was in my late 20s I think I just decided right perhaps I've got to do something here um you know I can't go on like this it was that uncomfortable so that was a pretty radical sorry Sarah okay no that was a pretty radical change in your diet then it was yeah yeah um, I've changed my diet massively, um, hugely as a result of it. To the basically, I I was put on medication to help with it, which was you know it, it's common medication, but I was I was taking quite a lot of the medication, um, which I wasn't that comfortable with, um, and I think I decided I want to try and get to a point where I can manage this as naturally as I can, because in my mind it was my body saying I can't do this anymore, you know. It, this is just unsustainable um and it was it was the first time probably in my life that I'd had that sort of sort of inner body conversation where actually I've I've got to listen to myself here because something's not quite right this isn't this isn't normal for someone in their 20s and we talked about the fact that when that kind of moment hit you that Mm. actually there was like almost a bit of a low period throughout that there's almost like that obviously the realization of having to make a change but the acceptance that your old life is not going to be that way anymore which which sounds a little bit odd because obviously it's quite inspirational empowering exciting to make these changes and know that you're on the path to making a better life for yourself but there's almost that sort of like overwhelming like I can't do that anymore I can't do what I've always done and I'm going to kind of miss it in a weird way because I've always done it. We talked about that, didn't we? And I think you you described a bit of a low period, actually, during that time. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, There the really was a low period. I think after, after it happened, I mean, Sarah, you, you know me really well. You've seen me growing up. I loved my food and my drink. Yes. And, you know, it, it was my life. You know, I was a big, well, I still am a big foodie, but I was, you know, it, if if I was going to do a Christmas list 15 years ago, most of the items on it would have been food or drink related. Christmas is always um, a big thing in our, in our family. <laughs> yeah, big, big being the operative word. Yeah, yeah, like we, um, yeah, we um, and we still do. Um, you know, special yeah. occasions we still, I still do. Um, but yeah, I I think there was a big a big period of acceptance for me where I sort of, you know, I think I. I didn't want to accept it. I knew deep down I had to make dietary changes. I needed to change my lifestyle, but I just couldn't accept it. You know, I was thinking, well, what am I going to do? I can't, I can't eat that. It's my favorite food. I can't have that beer. You know, I, I love having a beer. Um, and I think there was a big part of me. It, it took probably over a year for me to come to sort of acceptance. Actually, you know, I've got to change things here. And I, I did feel, I, I was down about it for about a year. You know, I was, I was sort of, I did, you know, I think I've, I had that light at the end of the tunnel that actually, you know, maybe this is a good thing that this has happened. So that kept me going through it. But but it was for a while. Yeah, it it was a, a realisation that actually, you know, I've yeah. got to change. And that, that did get me quite down for a bit. Yeah. 
So what what was the process? Like, did you eliminate certain things from your diet? And, you know, like, how long did it take you then once you started to notice the difference? So you thought, oh, yeah, that food, I can't have that or that drink because it just, you know, flares everything up. Um, Sorry. It, it was... It... It was basically getting as much information as I could to begin with. Um, I had really good healthcare with work, so I, I was able to go and see a good sort of uh, gastro doctor who, who talked quite a lot about nutrition. So he gave me some tips on it um, and he went through things, you know, acidic foods and talked about my eating habits. So we talked about do I eat early in the morning? Is my eating irregular? Do I eat late at night? um and he went through a sort of key list of things that would probably set it off and there's some of the for me at the time they were some of the nicest things in my life so coffee alcohol um fatty foods spicy foods tomatoes a lot of things that i really loved eating and drinking so i targeted them first and then went through just the process of elimination really and found that you know what what was particularly bad what was particularly good mm -hmm. So um, Sarah told me about the your your gardening, your veggie yeah. gardening, um, and I will leave the link for Greg's Instagram if that's all right, because Greg yeah, grows his own veggies and it's awesome. I mean that's fantastic. But is that something you did prior to this? Yeah, or... it, it was. It was? Actually, yeah, I, I've I've always well I've been into it since I was quite a quite a young lad. Um, so how old were you when you got the allotment greg um i was 18 when i got an allotment oh, were you it seemed oh, like, yeah. well it seemed like a lifetime ago yeah yeah which was i was i was probably about 30 years younger than everyone else down yeah. there at the time it's a lot more trendy <laughs> now. It, it's much more trendy now but um yeah it, it was so yeah I, I from the age of about 18 i was doing a lot of vegetable growing on my allotment and i still do it now um yeah i've, I've always had a bit of a thing for it really i think you know, um, my my dad always grew tomatoes and beans with me. I think it probably it, it came from there, probably. Um, well, it came from our our grandfather. Our grandpa was a very yeah, very keen very gardener true. too. So I think that, yeah. and he spent a lot of time in detail. I mean, he was an engineer mindset, so he was very, you know, everything was very pristine. But I, you know, I think yeah. it's probably come down from from that to obviously your dad, my uncle, and then through to you. So it's 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 really nice. I think that that for particularly for young people because as you say, it's a lot sort of more fashionable now, but when you were 18, not that that was a very long time ago, Greg, but when you were 18, right. that wasn't the sort of thing that perhaps a young person would do, is it? So I think that's really no. cool. I really like how, and you you passing that on to your son too. He's really interested, isn't he? Yeah, he loves it. He loves it. And I'm, I'm really keen to, um, because there's something really nice about it. I think um, the, gr the great thing about growing your own is that you, it forces you to eat seasonally and it's something that we just don't do enough um nope. i've just been walking through the supermarket this morning looking at things and i was scratching my head just thinking so much of this stuff is out of season and lo and behold you look at where it comes from and it's been flown in halfway across the world um so the nice thing about growing it yourself is that quite often you end up with things that you're not necessarily wanting to eat but because you've grown it you think i'm going to cook I need that. to yeah and as a result you've cooked seasonally and um that that's fantastic Fit, you know good good for you from a health point of view because you you're pro you, you're going to be eating something healthy because it's fresh you know what you've put into it but you know great for the environment as well because mm -hmm. it, it exactly. doubles literally from your garden or your allotment so 
yeah there's so many benefits to it did you find that helped you like when you had to change your diet growing your own vegetables did you find yeah. that that helped it, it really has yeah um because for, for a start it's it's it gets you active um so I for me I, I found it a great source of you know activity and way to to burn burn the calories off because that was one of the things I was told is that I could really it would really help my symptoms if I lost some weight so that that helped immensely but you know you're putting you're putting the activity in but you're also getting out of it a, a lot of a lot of healthy things to eat which generally speaking probably apart from tomatoes which I, I really can't get on with now um yeah everything I, I produce is, is good for my symptoms so yeah it definitely helps and your wife is vegetarian too isn't yeah she? yeah so is, yeah. It, you know perfect <laughs> because yeah. actually now that you've embraced this complete lifestyle change I should imagine that's it's actually quite helpful because you're very not that you're vegetarian but you're very sort of parallel in the in your approach to foods now yeah it is I, you know and um there's a lot of a lot of things I, I wouldn't have eaten you know had had I not met Lucy she, she's really introduced me to some some really nice dishes and you know vegetarian things which are which are delicious I think I, I feel a bit sorry for it because I can't eat tomatoes and tomatoes are a big mm. part of oh, yeah, right. but we work you know you, we work around it and yeah. um yeah it just makes you eat slightly differently which is never a bad thing mm-hmm. do you find that you've got more creative in the kitchen because of you know because of this change in your diet yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> I think the, the thing that's changed most for me with the diet and the thing which has really made the weight drop off for me is my kitchen habits. Um, so I, I have this rule now where I I don't, I, I fast a little bit in the morning when I wake mm-hmm. up, which is controversial. I, I don't necessarily think it's, you know, what everyone would advocate. And, you know, if, if I've got an early morning start at work, obviously I'll eat something before I go to work. But what I try and do is eat within a sort of eight to nine hour window That's during cool. the day. And that that just came about because of the because of my symptoms. I found if I was eating late at night, I'd get a terrible indigestion when I was sleeping. And I found I, this took a few years to find out that, that if I fasted in the morning, my symptoms were three, four times better during the day. So okay. I try not to eat before 10 o'clock in the morning and I try and close the kitchen at six in the evening. So that's that's what's changed the most is my kitchen discipline. Whereas mm-hmm. before I'd, I'd be in the kitchen as soon as I woke up, eating something, you know, out of the bread bin or out, out of the fridge. Uh, and in the evening, I'd be in there after dinner, you know, scrapping around, picking things out. I'd, I'd get the crisps out. I'd get yeah. the nuts out. And I think when all the weight started dropping off, that's what I realized was it was my it was my kitchen discipline that was making it happen um because there's only so much you can eat within an eight hour window if you close right. the kitchen in the evening you're for me I, I was getting rid of so many calories empty mm. calories eating in the evening um so it was that really that's, that's changed my no I, I haven't necessarily got more creative I've just had to eliminate a few things and change my discipline in the kitchen mm-hmm. it's a lot to constantly keep eating you know once upon a time there was that mindset of oh you're supposed to eat you know every few hours and yeah. I don't know where people come up with these things but fasting is good for your body because it gives it I mean you know that's a lot that it has to keep processing constantly mm. whereas if you close that window 
um, you know, it it does, it helps with you, uh, anybody that has like high blood sugar, it certainly helps, excuse me, <clears throat> with that. And it's just easier on your body. I mean, eating constantly, your body is then having to, Tiring. Mm -hmm. you know, has, has to digest all of that. And that's just a whole lot of work for it. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there is a lot to be said for fasting. So when yeah. you were faced with this moment and obviously you went through the sort of the lower ebb of coming into an acceptance of, you know, the old way of life. Um, and, mm. and again, we did talk about this and obviously the, what you're describing now is such a positive way of you've got control of your, of your lifestyle with regards to your food and the times that you eat and what you're cooking. Did that feel like a real um, sort of shift from one to the other or was it, a, or was it sort of, mediocre as in do you think oh I'm comfortable with it now would you feel very positive when we spoke you sort of said this is such a positive thing that's happened to me you seem energized by it yeah I it, it certainly wasn't instantaneous it was it was very gradual um I think the, the biggest thing I, I sort of mourned a little bit was not being able to to drink alcohol anymore and initially I thought I'm gonna have to drink less alcohol and every time I did I found my symptoms were horrific so I drank less unless and that 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 did get me really down because i was yeah. literally waving goodbye to a, a big I, loved. <laughs> I, I loved yeah you know i loved my wines i was very into my wines i was really into sort of my my beers my craft beers um and so that that really was like waving bye to a very dear friend and yeah. that, that took a lot of getting used to i think it was only about two years ago that i completely said right i'm just gonna stop drinking alcohol mm -hmm. full stop is it just doesn't agree with me and again my body's telling me so it, it was only you know I've, I've been I've had the symptoms well I started having the symptoms eight years ago I say it's only two years ago that I've really started to see some sort of acceptance in myself and probably only in the last year and a half to the last year where I've started to think wow this actually has been something I've been an opportunity here I've been Blessing. given uh -huh. I never ever would have gone down this road had I not had the symptoms in the first place I, I definitely wouldn't be here I'd be my same way you know so I'd I'd still be where Making I was back so, yeah yeah, yeah. so now there's some really big positive I, I see it now as a positive thing I'm I'm four and a half stone lighter so I'm I'm about 14 stone uh, just under 14 stone and I stay there now even if I go on holiday and let my hair down a little bit if I come back and get back into my eight hour window mm -hmm. not drinking alcohol I'll go back to my steady weight within about two weeks don't have to go to the gym all the time just live my normal lifestyle where I do quite a bit of walking um, but eat within that window so that for me is incredible I feel like I've really discovered something brilliant for my health going forward there um <laughs> Oh, sorry, go on. And the, the other thing I think, you know, I was talking about how I used to love my wine and my beer. I've, I've started to realise that actually I used, and I think I went from being really upset about it to thinking actually not drinking is probably quite a close second to drinking and having my beer and wine. Mm. Now I'm at a place where I think, actually, do you know what? I'm really quite proud and happy to not be drinking because there's so much I gained from it. You know, mm -hmm. I... Um, I don't, I never have hangovers now. So Sunday mornings, Saturday mornings, or my days off, I, I go out for a walk in the morning before I have my breakfast. And Particularly with I a would, very bouncy toddler. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, 
so if, if I've been hung over in any stretch, I, mean, I used to get hungovers after just having one beer. So that's wow. a big run from my life. Um, you know, from a cost point of view, I spend so much less now because, you know, I don't, I don't have to buy alcohol. And um, it's the eating that came with the alcohol, the, the snacks that came with it, that's completely gone now, which is another big reason why the weight stays off me. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's given me so many big things. I think I started doing 10K runs in the last few years. I never well ever thought, I never thought I'd do a 5K run. And to, to do a 10K, and possibly more one day you know that that's been a massive massive thing that's come out of it so yeah i look at it now and think well yeah actually it's it's not been a bad thing at all yeah do you what about um like did you notice apart from the fact that you lost weight but like did your eyes seem clearer i mean i mean i know that english are notorious for having good skin but i mean did you really? notice that your skin cuz your skin looks you know like really healthy and and clear and did you notice yeah. those sort of things yeah. change two, two things skin and teeth that was the big thing yeah my, really my skin, my skin has changed so much since i've i've improved my lifestyle so much um you know i i sometimes i look in the mirror and think god have i been using a cream or something because <laughs> right it, and no it looks fantastic not, for people that like, can't see but not 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 in a sort of boasting way it it is like you know, and I, I was for a while thinking, why has my skin got so much better? I'm like, is it, you know, is it the shaving foam I'm using? And then something clicked to me recently. It's because, you know, um, I've, I've just sort of, my, my diet has become more pure. I eat more natural things. And, Can you uh, talk us through what you do eat in a day? Yeah, sure. Um, just an average so day. I, I've got one, for me, my killer secret, my thing that has really helped me is oatmeal um, or porridge um, so oats and that that's my breakfast is always porridge even if it's you know boiling hot outside I'll be sitting there eating my hot bowl of porridge and everyone will be looking at me like you know I've lost the plot that that is just something I have to have for breakfast so I have a really big bowl of it I make my own instant oats where I just I blend oats up in a blender dry oh I mix them in with chia seeds just completely dry coconut desiccated coconut um, chopped dates and I keep that in a pot and every morning I can just make a really instant breakfast so I take two scoops of it put in uh, mix it in with oat milk or almond milk cook it up it becomes lovely and creamy and I have a big bowl of that for breakfast um no brown sugar I'm taking no I take it. Maybe, no. maybe maybe a tiny bit of honey if I'm in the mood okay. with um and the thing I stir in lots of just natural peanut butter so I, I okay peanut butter. proteins yeah and, right yeah and that that just that just sets me up for the day mm, that's my foundation good. For the day. Mm. Uh, yeah that works really well lunch I just try and have high protein um so uh, with with a little bit of carbohydrate um so usually it'd be something like scrambled eggs uh poached eggs just on toast or on a bagel or on a sweet potato um oh, nice I try and have if, if I'm not having eggs I have tuna or some sort of tins or canned fish because again that's a good protein hit um and failing that i quite often have soup um and just try not to have too much bread with it that that works really well for me um and then i find i can't get through the afternoon without a snack so i sometimes make up my own sort of cereal bars to keep me going uh sometimes i'll try and have some gluten-free uh, bagels or gluten-free bread in the in the freezer and i'll just toast two bits of that with some peanut butter and a bit of jam or jelly 
um, which is like a bit of advice for me in the afternoon. Um, again, it fills me up till till the evening time. And then in the evening time, um, we, we just try and we're fairly flexible, to be honest. That's our main meal. We all come together as a family. So we'll have anything from like a side of fish with some vegetables. We try and have fish a few times a week. It's just like that. Fish awesome. is fantastic. Minerals, calcium, lots of protein. Mm -hmm. If there is any fat in it, it's good fat. Yeah. Um, and lots of boiled vegetables or baked vegetables. Um, quite often we'll have a jacket potato, a baked potato in the evening. Um, and, but generally speaking, in the evening, you know, anything goes really. If, if we feel like something, it doesn't necessarily have to be the healthiest. We sometimes have a pizza, but we just have it with lots of salad. Um, quite often we'll have, you know, um, just a, a cooked sort of fish fillet with breadcrumbs on it um with with chips we make our own sort of fish and chips so that that doesn't have to be too prescriptive the evening meal mm -hmm. um and then i finish quite often with a dessert of chia seeds mixed with um with almond milk or i go back to and have a bowl of oatmeal because that just keeps me going then through the evening i know yeah. if i just uh, it i really fill myself up at dinner time but with healthy things um and then, the, like I said, kitchen closes at six o'clock. That's my really strict rule. Oh, and I, know that, I know that sounds very prescriptive. I do let, no. I, I do, I go flexible with that a bit at weekends. And if we go on holiday or if I'm with work, but generally speaking, kitchen shuts at 6 p.m. And well done. I, the only thing I'll have in the evening, if at all, from water is just some herbal tea. Um, and I know that sounds really drastic and it was to begin with, but after it works after for like you six months, yeah I, you know we just went away this weekend and the only slot we could get in the hotel to eat was at about eight o'clock in the evening and i was just sitting there afterwards thinking this isn't i don't feel right you know I, yeah. I mean, i've got to go to bed in a minute whereas that that was me every day about you know 10 years ago it, mm -hmm. it's just that's what's become a habit now i'm not saying it's necessarily the right way of doing it but it's what what, it's what works, works for, for me yeah yeah and it has made the weight just drop off me so you know I would definitely recommend it if if you've got the you know if, if you've got the determination to do that give it a go mm -hmm. i can't sleep if i eat too late yeah. I've, just, I've discovered this now horrible sleep yeah, yeah. it's not good really? it's not good no yeah. no yeah. um you know greg i was just gonna say if you had to give people a bit of a leaving a leaving shot of of the change of your life or if people are facing something like this or the, the negative to positive what would your one piece of sort of wisdom that you'd leave with them what would it be um just be be kind to yourself and listen to yourself and you know face face it head on you know don't there's no point sort of shying away from it i think the body can your your own body can give you some of the best messages better than any medical diagnosis or any medical advice and if, if your body's telling you something, try and listen to it um, and just adjust accordingly. And then when you're ready, just try and take a big picture look at it and say, OK, you know, I've had a knock here. It's it's changed my lifestyle. But actually, is it is it all really bad? What, what are the good things that have come out of it? And if you just persist with it. You, you, I'm sure you'll find some improvement and you may well find along the way that you accidentally find you completely change your lifestyle for the better, which is what I did. I completely stumbled upon this. Um, and it's, you know, it's something I never would have done if, yeah. I, if I didn't have the symptoms. So, you know, don't panic. If something happens, you know, take a big picture, look at it, 
and um, say, yeah, I'll, I'll listen to my body and um, go with it. And I'm sure you'll find down the line when you look back, you'll think, actually, it's probably worked out for Grateful. the best. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming on and talking Yeah, thank with you. Us. It's, it's been really awesome. inspirational. No, thank ne- you. Next week, um, Sarah and I are doing a catch-up. It'll be post-surgery, so we'll catch up with Sarah, see how she's doing. As always, thank you so much for listening. Please send us a message if there's a subject you'd like us to cover. Um, visit our website, lavodiansarah.com, for more on each episode plus some recipes. Find links in the notes below to connect with us on social media. And if Greg's okay with it, excuse me, I'll leave your Instagram thing to his garden. It's very inspiring. Um, Just a final thought, how you view your diet or changes to your diet um, and overall health uh, can be a change for the better, but how you're viewing that will greatly impact the outcome change that could be perceived as a negative turn it around challenge yourself to try new things build new habits learn where your food comes from and what practices it took to get it into your hands seek out a more holistic way of feeding yourself and your family i think attitude is definitely key to success here so like you definitely changed your attitude greg thanks for sharing that with us that was awesome yeah really really great thank you yeah thank you we'll talk to everybody next time thanks bye Bye now. now bye